back to our creative outlet. I'm Kenz. And I'm Helen. And we have a very special, <laughs> very, very special podcast episode for you today. It's an interview episode. Woo! We need an interview sound. (laughs) (laughs) We do need an interview sound. I'll try to find one if I can, like, add one in there. Um, But this is a person that we have, I mean, since we really started thinking, okay, we want to have interviews on the show, someone that I just feel like really aligns perfectly with what our podcast is, with creative outlets and just like bringing wisdom from women at different seasons in life and bringing community to people Mm -hmm. and do you want to share who our guest is yes our guest is the lauren Beatty. Woo! thank you we're so excited that you're here i am thrilled Literally thrilled. Literally, okay, I think you might have been the first person we put on our list to be like, at some point, no, yes, you really were one of our first people, but we were like, okay, we should probably like practice interviews (laughs) a little bit before we go for the big dog here. Wow. (laughs) I'm so honored. Thank you both. Yes. So, kind of the way I met Lauren, just thinking back, I think I probably first met you when you were teaching yoga classes here at Olivet when I was a student, Mm -hmm. and more so just kind of seeing you from afar that way, but I was a pretty loyal yoga attender. Yeah. So, I just remember feeling like, oh, she, like, knows me, because I'm here a lot. (laughs) Um, But then, when I started working in admissions, I was working with Emily, your Mm -hmm. roommate, friend, business partner. And I feel like I got to know you a little bit more through that. We had a couple game nights, yes. stuff like that. And then also, I'm just the biggest fan of your business, Philo oh, Collective. Thank which you. We definitely want you to share a little bit more about that. But that's kind of how I was first introduced to you. Do you have any okay. like remembering of interacting with me for the first time? I don't. I'm so <laughs> sorry. No, it's okay. The thing I forget that I've taught yoga now for seven going on my eighth year and the very first year I started teaching yoga I was at all of that um but I'm terrible I don't ever ask the students their names it's okay that's a big room of people (laughs) it is a big room of people but then I'll get to the end of the year or somebody will come back and be greet me by name which I am the teacher and I say my name they're like oh my gosh I haven't seen you in forever and I'm like yeah, it's been yeah. a while. <laughs> I love it. Uh, good to see you. Which my mom's a teacher, and she was always, uh-huh. I mean, in every grocery store and everything. Hi, Mrs. Beatty. And yes. she would say, act like she knew them. Walk away. So I'm like, cute. Mom, who is that? And she's like, Not a clue. Not one of my kids. I don't <laughs> know. Anyway, so I don't distinctly remember that, except no, when weird. we were talking the other day and you said, all of that yoga, I was like, yeah, she did come. Yeah, I was on the golf team, so, like, yes. we kind of had to go. Like, our coach told us we had to go to yoga okay. every once in a while. Yeah. So, I loved it. Which, would that have been six, seven 16, years ago? Yeah, 2015, 16 was when yes. I started all of that. So. Okay. Which, I probably was just so nervous. Oh, that my gosh. Honestly, you didn't seem nervous at all. How many years did like you teach at all that? Like, Yoga. Yoga. Yeah. I still teach now, although, oh, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I took off last semester. Most years I've taught at least one of the semesters mm-hmm. since yeah. 2016, okay. I think, is when I did my yeah. certification. Yeah. So, like, finished that summer, started teaching at Olivet and a yoga studio in town. But I think I was just, like, so nervous and right. always terrified the music wasn't going to work and do the kids. 
not kids. <laughs> Students think I'm weird. Oh my god. So I probably like blanked out anything else, anyone else who yeah. was there and was just like, you can do it. <laughs> you, can, you can survive. <laughs> do it again. That's funny. No, you absolutely seemed like a pro, even Thank from the you. very beginning. Um, and I just thought you were so cool because it was like flow with low. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know? I always say cheesy, dumb things like that. <laughs> no, it wasn't dumb. I thought it was awesome. Was yeah, I think I definitely did. I mean, I didn't go to yoga as much as you. I don't know. You but I would, I would go sometimes. So I remember that's probably when I first was like, that's a person I should know. <laughs> that is so you guys don't know each other person. from growing up in town at all? No. I think we're too far apart in age. Yeah. I was, now that I think about it though, I think I knew of both of you from shows. Oh. Because I had seen you both in shows probably wow. even before I started. The celebrities <laughs> right here. Remember my name. You remember yes. us as Pirates of Pinsley. Yeah, but that would have been even after. Because that was at the end. Yeah. What, I remember you in... Um, guys and dolls. Oh yeah, I was. You were she was really excited. Miss Were you in guys and dolls also? I was not. I what was your first know show? Share this, but our I town. was. You said our town. My first show was, was West Side yeah, Story. Yeah, you were famous Girl. in our town. <laughs> our town, and then Into the Woods. I was in that. I missed that one and regretted it like for the rest of my life. Oh. Yeah, you should have <laughs> regretted it. I did. I do. I was late in that too. Um, and then I was in All My Sons, which was Helen's play, mm-hmm. and then, what she slayed, Pirates of Penzance, and I assisted, directed with Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, I saw that, and I saw Pirates. Pirates is, like, mm-hmm. my second favorite musical. That's wild. I freaking hell love... I have, like, a secret hatred for I'm, the Pirates of Penzance? I know a lot of people... Well, it's so dumb. It's like, super dumb. It's so goofy. Yeah. But I grew up watching, like, the 1980s Angela Lansbury version yeah. and just soft spot in my heart yeah it's it one is of those just weird like things classic. like evan went to see it yeah. and i'm like it's it's you're not gonna like it it's not like that so mm-hmm. just go with an open mind and when it was over he's like that was great and i was yes. like okay well i think it's just so like fun yeah and even the bad characters still have redeeming qualities yeah, yeah. you can't not like anybody right. and they're just like it really plays to character acting. For and when sure. you have a good cast that is just willing to go there, which I feel like you guys were. Sure. Then, then the audience... <laughs> by force or <laughs> by choice? Um, I, I don't know what happened behind the scenes. But <laughs> no, I it was loved fun. It. Wow. The police are always so fun with their... Thank you. Thank you. Dancing, the police. With their little tap dancing. Yes. Me would never tap dance. I slayed the tap dancing. You I hadn't ever? No. Tap dance? No. <laughs> you did a good job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was so fun. It was something. It was fun, though. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I know that we, like, I don't know if that's when we officially met. I remember one time I was over at Sims, like, working on something, mm-hmm. and y- you and Emily, like, wandered in there, and you're like, we've been walking yes. something random. <laughs> yes. I feel like that was one of our first, like, interactions where we spoke. I think so, too. Because Ashley Sarver, mm-hmm. Walkner now, uh-huh. um, she was our roommate, and she was redoing Sims, and I think we were kind of like, let's go over and see what's happening. She had been talking about, we painted this, so we painted that, yeah. and we painted this. Yeah. I think we were on a walk or had gone to get Dairy Queen or something. <laughs> we are like, we're right Fun. here. So, <laughs> yeah. 
But that was kind of funny because, like, I absolutely knew who you were and right. probably could have named off ten details of your life. <laughs> yeah. Because you were so close with Ashley. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm not sure we ever had that is funny. spoken before then. I truly That's was it. just like, mm, no, I'm going to act like I know you and that we've known each other for forever once I started, like, interacting with you more. Yeah. I was just point. saying, you're one of those people that you see so much on social media that you're like, yeah, I know that girl, we hang out. And I'm like, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we, no, but now we're girl. friends. <laughs> if someone asks me. I've never that. hung out with you before. It's <laughs> funny. I love that. So, you are from here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I grew up in Kankakee. So, tell us a little bit about your kind of background in that. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I... Grew up in Kankakee. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Okay. Born and bred. Um, my backing up slightly, my parents both went to all of that, met here, dated, and got married, and then have lived in this general area oh, cool. since they graduated. Um, and then um, I was born and was an only child for 13 years. Oh, wow. But I have a sister, so I have the terrible combination of only child and sure. eldest child mm-hmm. syndrome. Interesting. Okay. Um, but for all intents and purposes, Grace and I are both only children in many ways because yeah. we both had the run of the house and our parents for a long time. That's so. fascinating. Um, but she's in college now, so we're we're in that like both adulthood mm-hmm. stage, mm-hmm. and it's so fun. Yeah. And she is one of my best friends, and I just uh-huh. love her. But most of the time I grew up only child and um, was super into dance and volleyball and playing the violin and classic, like, if I start something, I'll never quit it Mm -hmm. type of problems um, with a few small exceptions of piano lessons and basketball Mm -hmm. team Mm -hmm. playing. (laughs) Got it. Piano I should have stuck with, and I didn't because I broke my arm fell out of literal practice and scheduling and then just never got back into it Mm -hmm. because they were private lessons not like school lessons basketball had a whim decided wow nope I scored two points my first year and eight (laughs) points my second year solid I was coachable and I think that's why I kept making the team that's nice not because of my actual contributions to said team (laughs) that's great what is that? Is that, like, an only child or an eldest child kind of, like, thing? The, like, sticking with something out? I don't, I don't know if it is or isn't attributed to, though you know, birth yeah. order things, or if that's just... I you always was just very much, like, you do it forever like that until you die. I'm very much like that, too. Okay. And, like, I would have to get to the point where my parents were, like... You have to choose between yes. this or this. Like, you you genuinely can't be two places at once. Right. And I still, in my adult life, try to be two or three places yes. at once. And it's really challenging. Maybe it's an only child thing because for a long time there was no other competition. Like, yeah. nobody else's schedule yeah. mattered. Except my parents, but they were really supportive of, Same. we'll make it work. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is... I j- there was no one else yeah. who needed to go to a different practice. So, right. sure, if we can make it work in your schedule, that we'll make it work. Yeah, I don't know. Probably because it's like if you have like three or four other siblings, 
that are like competing for the carpool yeah. times and mm-hmm. everything, you're probably gonna have to sit something out or just go sit at their practice or something. But right. never had to deal with that. Never had to deal. Interesting. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we share the dance, growing mm-hmm. up with dance in common. Yes. Um, did you do like competitions for dance too, or like recitals? What did your dance experience look like growing up? So my studio in general didn't do any competitions. We yeah. were very much a performance company mm-hmm. type, and um, it's a Christian dance studio. I still actually teach okay. there and have been part of its entire twenty-five year history. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Wow. It is crazy. Um, so we were very much like the little performance company the more advanced students or whatever. We would go around to nursing homes or oh, parades cool. and festivals and yeah. um, almost always used Christian dance music or Christian music yeah. to dance to. And that's so unique. There were a few competitions here and there where we would like add a festival or something, throw okay. our names in. We always did well, but that just wasn't the focus. Mm-hmm. And my the owner of the studio was very intent that like it's not about us, it's about what we can through dance for other people which I really appreciated yeah I love a competition and I can get competitive but yeah I like that that's even teaching now that's not the focus is Mm -hmm. perfection and meeting these standards it's be excellent so that people can enjoy a good show a good performance and hopefully hear about God along the way that sounds like such a healthier (laughs) version of growing up with dance like we were we worked through the applause talent company. Okay. So we were traveling like a good couple months out of the year, almost every weekend, just uh-huh. across the country and Dang. stuff. And it was fun, but it was like I mean, you watch like Dance Moms or like those crazy yeah. like, dance videos. That's like not that far from the reality. I thankfully, believe it. Thankfully, all the moms in my classes were all like best friends, okay. so we actually had like a ton of fun all staying together and everything. But. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, probably the worst fights I ever got in with my mom were on the road, like, at dance competitions, because my hair didn't look right, or my costume wouldn't fit, or something like that. Oh, I mean, man. It was intense. I believe it. It was yeah. intense. I didn't dance for, like, four years, but I was so just like, whatever. <laughs> we didn't even do, I, I think you could choose if you wanted to do competitions or not, and my parents were like, no. Like, no. <laughs> and I would just go, and uh-huh. like... <laughs> so what I, studio did you go to then? Um, I don't even remember okay. what it's called. No worries. It was on Broadway, but, like, further down. Teresa Parker? It was that one. Yeah, yeah I don't think that they, I think they went, stopped a few years ago, but hmm. that was, like, a tiny <laughs> studio, it wasn't was, it? Yeah. yeah. I just did ballet. Cute. I loved it. Yeah. yeah but then, I sh- my parents should have, I think, taken me to another studio. Okay. Because, like, I think I would have liked... A little bit more. More, yeah. Yeah. But then I was just like, eh, I'm done. And then I was like, I want to do gymnastics. And I did that for like four years. Oh, fun. Like, you know, that kind of like hopping around. Uh Youngest child situation. Of course. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. What do you teach now for dance? This year I teach jazz and ballet to 11 to 13 year olds. Cool. But I have taught every age and every style at different times. I think this is like my... 13th year teaching which is also crazy yeah again you do something and you never quit (laughs) what is your favorite dance style to teach um my favorite style to do is tap and I think 
I haven't taught tap in a few years, so mm-hmm. that's kind of my hesitation. I honestly, I think it's tap. I love yeah. the challenge of it's. I think it's one of the hardest styles to learn Absolutely. and to do because it's such a mental game mm-hmm. in a different way than can I get my leg up high? Of course, there's For no sure. technique, you know, even in ballet and jazz. But yeah, tap. You're like I have to match my rhythm or integrate it within a potentially different rhythm mm-hmm. and you're making sounds mm-hmm. but it also has to look good yeah where i just feel like, like playing an instrument sure. yes no, absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. it's an instrument with your body yeah and i think that musicality is just such a fun element of tap mm-hmm. and not everybody does it or cares yeah. about it and so i also am one of those like oh if it's unique and different i want to do yeah, it for sure. to be unique and different it's it's tap for me too. Really, I loved it so much growing up, and especially because we at my dance studio we had like your normal like tap class, normal jazz class, and then there was like jazz production, tap production, where there okay. were like fifty or sixty people in one thing, where we, we would have like an outside choreographer come in and like teach it for. That was like the one we took to competitions. Was okay. the massive production. That's so fun. Because you can compete in different levels depending on how many people mm-hmm. are in the dance, basically. Mm-hmm. And they always did some massive, like, Broadway number. Mm, like, yeah. we did we did um, Shoeless Joe from Hannibal Moe from okay. the Damn Yankees one year. We did Willowmania one year. And I just loved the, like, Broadway, like, performance aspect yes. of tap. That was more where my love came from. Not mm-hmm. necessarily the, like, sounds and musicality and sure. everything. But it was always tap for me, too. I'm a so, tapper. I love fun. tap. Cute. So did you go to Kankakee schools then? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All the way through high school. A proud Kankakee grad. Did you do any theater while you were there? I did, actually. I saw the fall play my freshman year and thought it was so amazing. And I had never done theater, really. I had done, like, skits at church because my mom did mm-hmm. skits at church sometimes, and I'd be, mm-hmm. like, the little kid in them. Cute. And I guess I starred as Esther in okay. the college church probably 2000 production of debut whatever Lawrence yeah. debut so i guess I, I had done theater i hadn't done community theater ever yeah. um but loved seeing the shows that the groups did anyway um plus i thought that the cool kids at school were mm-hmm. the theater kids Absolutely. sure they were <laughs> so then i um auditioned for the musical and I think partly because of my dancing, honestly, because singing has never been my strong point. I'm not tone deaf. Mm -hmm. I never had any training, so Mm -hmm. I don't think singing got me into the musical. Mm -hmm. But I did improv something, and I remember everybody just dying laughing and thinking. Amazing. A comedian. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was, oh, now it just, wait. Bye Bye Birdie was the oh, freshman musical. We love you, Conrad. Oh, yes, yes it was so fun. And then from then on, I did every other show, the play and the musical oh, each year. Because we would do a fall play, spring musical. Yeah. And just loved it. And again, so I don't cute. I don't actually live my life with regret. I don't ascribe to that mm-hmm. type of life. But I wish I did theater at all of that because I did mm-hmm. not. And... Yeah. I knew Jerry, like, yeah. family friend, actually, yeah. and his kids are, Chase is my age and Tori okay. is a year younger. So, like, okay. 
it was a comfortable situation yeah. to come into, but I just never, like, bit the bullet. I would usually read the scripts before the auditions and just not go in. And I hate that because... That makes me sad for you. Me yeah. too. He was the best director I've ever had, for sure. Well, I did have him one time for West Side Story oh, with yeah. acting out, and it was amazing. Yeah. And I'm I, glad you at least got one Jerry Cohagen experience. Then. Yes. Yeah. And I'm thankful, like, again, I've known him for forever, but... Mm-hmm. But you have since done community theater then. Yes. Like, so, after all of that, which I would go see all the shows mm-hmm. and... I did Broadway Review one year just nice. as a dancer. Yeah. I said, we need a ballet dance. Do you want to do it? And I did Ollie's Folly. So I was still oh, yeah. on stage, but focused more on dance still and teaching dance and taking classes. But yeah, I've okay. done um, West Side Story with Acting Out. And then I did, what was that? Uh, chorus Line? Yeah. Well, yes. Chorus Line with oh, Acting yeah. Out. Oh. The one in between. Um, what was it called? Just like the cabaret? Yes. Yeah. Cabaret. Yeah. It, it, wasn't it wasn't called that. Was it? I don't know. I think it was. It was a cabaret, though. Yeah. Ghost Light. The Ghost Light Cabaret. Ghost Light Cabaret. Oh, yeah, yeah. I liked yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Ghost Light. Good job. It was sure. fun. It was a good time. <laughs> it was. It was a nice, like, we're maybe kind of inching out of the pandemic. Yeah. We're not yeah. quite there, but. There is a little bit more freedom, so what can we do with it? Right. So it definitely wasn't like a show or, oh my god, and we didn't have the cast feel because everybody rehearsed separately. Yeah. Yes. So it was kind of a unique thing, but by the time we got to the show, I was like, "This is fun. Yeah. We're on stage. People are here to watch us." Oh, you guys! I want to do. You guys! I want to do community (laughs) theater here so bad, but have you not done any? No, I haven't. Well, it's time. I'll be doing Sue's School the Musical with KBTA in That's the spring. Fun. I hope. I mean, I'm gonna audition for it. There's a special place in my heart for Sue's School the really? Musical. Really? <laughs> just love it. It was my first musical in my high school experience. Okay. So I actually reached out and asked if I could direct it, and uh-huh. they were like, "No, Queen, you have to at least have done a couple <laughs> productions with us before we'll let you direct." And I was like, "Fair," but I will be auditioning. I love that for you. Are you guys gonna do the summer? show here or audition for it no no i'm thinking about it still nice okay cinderella is a great one yeah i the face you made was like no i'm not gonna agree with that actually but no i mean i like cinderella i've just been waiting for that moment that's like do it Mm -hmm. and i haven't had that yet I'm just scared that I'm never going to have that again, so I'm like, maybe I just need to do a show, you know, yeah. like, maybe it's yeah. not going to be like that for There's a while. There's also just a lot going on with my work and admissions this summer with General Assembly, Nazarene Youth Conference, yeah, orientation, and Hawaii orientation, so I'll just be gone a lot, and I'm like, that's yeah, just a lot of moving pieces to move around this yeah. summer, whereas, like, maybe if I just do it next summer, it'll, it'll be better, mm-hmm. so I want to ask a little bit more about yoga. Great. Okay? Yeah. How'd you get started with yoga? So that is a very random, I doesn't go with my whole, like, oh, I always wanted to do it, I did it, and then I never stopped doing it. Mm -hmm. So when I finished my master's degree, I moved back home with my parents, Mm -hmm. um, which was annoying, but it saved a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And over the Christmas break, I'm a December baby, and so around my birthday Mm -hmm. and I told my mom I just 
I've heard a lot about yoga. I've never taken a class. Um, I want to go oh. take one. And she was like, oh, well, I've taken yoga a few times. I'll go with you. So we went to a yoga class at what was Barefoot Yoga Loft. Okay. Um, I've been there a few times. Yeah. Beautiful space, really great teachers. I had an amazing first experience and became like a Saturday morning yoga person for three-ish months and would like save my money to do a 10 class pass or something, whatever. Then that spring, so I've been taking yoga only on Saturdays, kind of, for like four months and I saw a flyer that was like, I don't know, $250 off of yoga teacher training if you sign up by some date. Mm-hmm. And my dumb brain was like, $250 off, it's probably only like 600 to begin with. Yeah. No, it, <laughs> yeah. Was, it wasn't. But once I asked the question, then I just like set the ball rolling about it and yeah. then signed up and was like, well, I love teaching dance. And I was teaching dance at that time like 20 hours a week, mm-hmm. so it wasn't full-time, but very significantly yeah. and I was like oh well I could just also teach yoga mm-hmm. so then I just signed up for a program having maybe taken maybe 20 classes ever wow. and was like I'm gonna do a teacher training program That's so which cool. is so not me yeah and bizarre but I love it yeah um and I loved doing it and I taught dance for a while so I was comfortable right. in front of people and I really loved that yoga is not super high impact and that it was a movement but Absolutely. it wasn't performance and it wasn't competitive and Absolutely. it wasn't how cool you can be mm-hmm. I, there were just so many elements that mm-hmm. were similar enough to dance and I liked the workout element mm-hmm. and for me I loved the breath work and just mm-hmm. the focus on breath with movement which was mind-boggling and a total new thing you know in dance they'd always teachers would say you have to breathe yeah but it wasn't intuitive at all right Mm -hmm. um which I think you really have to train yourself to be intuitive about breathing Mm -hmm. anyway just loved that yoga on the mat then also translated to just like a different feeling in life and Mm -hmm. you know you walk out of class you feel so refreshed and just the focus on yeah. the moment and not getting stuck in the past or the future right mm-hmm. there were just so many great things about it and yeah I got hired right after the training at barefoot yoga loft to be a teacher there and um, knew that nobody was teaching yoga at all of that in the rec center and said perfect I'll do just that. like the right time yeah. too yes. for a lot of that mm-hmm. that's so cool it really was you know it was so random in the moment mm-hmm. and and even looking back, like I said, it is a random thing that I did. Yeah. But I really feel like God has used it so much bigger than me and has then continued to add on. And, you know, Philo Collective came out of teaching yoga. That's yeah. kind of how that started. So it's been a cool journey. And I think I've taught, because I have to track my hours and do continuing ed. Okay. I think I've taught like 800 yoga classes wow. by now which is hundred so crazy wow. but really cool mm-hmm. when I hit a thousand I get to register as an experienced yoga trainer and add wow. an e to my credentials that's cool that's cool got, I mean Almost you're getting there. really close how will it be like just within the next year or so or probably like 2024 early 2025 okay I average like three classes a week right 
So it, but some week, you know, some months it's like one class and then others. Last week I think I taught six classes, not each day because I teach two on Wednesdays, but huh? that was a lot of yoga. Yeah. In one week. How often do you do like specialty yoga classes for people? Like for Helen's bachelorette <laughs> party, you came out and did it. Yeah, for... that was so fun. That, that was, was awesome. Thank you for having me. For that honestly, too. it was amazing. I mean, I don't know if I've ever told you that. I mean, everybody just loved it so much. It was amazing. Good. We had had, it just was such a nice refresh. I mean, it was more. We did a lot more stretchy, just chill yeah, kind of stuff. Perfect. But it was awesome. Everyone's like, we feel so good, refreshed. Good. And, like, not an intimidating activity for, like, mm-hmm. people to do together mm-hmm. that are, like, so many, such different people, too. Right. So, no, it was really fun. Do you do that a lot? Like, people ask you I, for specialty? Probably every other month. Like, like really? last Saturday I did one. Okay. It was a college, re, like, 20-year reunion. Hmm. And they Whoa. were doing a weekend at an Airbnb, and I knew the girl who was coordinating it, and... That was, that was cool cool too, because it was the same type of thing of people who may or may not have done yoga before, but Mm -hmm. they're wanting to have an experience together and move their bodies Saturday morning, Mm -hmm. nothing crazy, so. That's so cool. That's always fun because you really feel the community Mm -hmm. of it, and I think it's so silly, but when people breathe together, which Mm -hmm. for whatever reason we tell ourselves, like, don't breathe too loudly or something. Mm -hmm. But when we breathe together, you really feel the life mm-hmm. in a room together mm-hmm. and to flow with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's always special. And I feel like doing those type of events are celebratory anyway because it's a bachelorette party or yeah. mm-hmm. a reunion. So just try to really, like, build into that. Yeah. Yay, let's have fun. Right. Like, you'll be okay. <laughs> and don't so do it cool. if you don't want to do it. Yeah, right. For sure. Just breathe. And honestly, Lauren, like, just personal testimony here, like, I, it's the, one of my favorite parts of my week. Oh, Genuinely. Like, I get to go there and, like, see people that I really love. Like, I get to see Helen and Kelsey and you and Emily and just, like, get to spend some time, like, slowing down. Like, yeah. I just, my brain is so wired for, like, activity and do, do, do and, mm-hmm. like, cross things off the list. So it really does feel like a gift to yourself when you can show up that day and and then it's an extra bonus to get to do it with people um and feel community at the same time so yes amazing I love that you guys have been coming and I feel like you both have just improved not like yoga again isn't about like what you can do but yeah it's been cool to watch you guys just like achieving confidence and like I don't know, you both are good, coachable people. But I just feel like your yoga practices have gotten so strong. And you guys have gotten stronger. It's obvious that just, like, how you guys move. and That's exciting to hear, I guess. (laughs) I don't always feel that way. But sometimes I do. It depends on the day. And I think that with women, it depends on your month and, like, all of those things. But, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's definitely a cool thing to like there's not a lot of things that I continue and do like every single week and so it just feels right. good to have one of those things yeah yeah you know habits over results mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah how's your 69 hard going <laughs> <laughs> no mine's actually going well yeah it's not home. going well okay so because my my kitchen is still not functioning oh really it's still probably going to be another week or two weeks or I don't even know because I'm done putting t- deadlines on things because it's just, just 
whatever at this point. So it could definitely be going better if I had more access to, like, a fridge. Like, for example, two nights ago, we ran out of water bottles. So we were like, well, I guess we're not drinking our water for the night. Um, So that's kind of a bummer. But for the most part, it's good. I haven't, like, I think the best thing for me is while I've had these, like, things I'm trying to do, I think the most important thing for me was to not, like, overextend myself like bend over backwards to try and fit those restrictions too like last night I had an event for work and their only option for dinner was pizza and Mm -hmm. I was like I'm not gonna not eat no because this is the only option like but past me would have I would have just been like well like I'll just try to go get a salad later or something so yeah I'm trying to not be too intense with myself but that's good I've been better at moving my body better at drinking water and that's the biggest two for me I guess what's that okay I've tracked like I'll sometimes I'll forget and go back and track and like almost each day there's something I don't do but like there's so many other things that I check off that I'm like I would not have been doing that if I hadn't been like thinking about it more and stuff like that and I think that's just what's most important so sure but it's still nice to then have the like okay 69 days like when I get to May then like I'm gonna go get like a Dairy Queen blizzard like I'm not going so far off the handle that I'm just like it's okay if I go get ice cream tonight Mm. like there is some there is a little bit more like discipline sticking to it yeah Mm -hmm. so that's good thanks for asking honestly though I feel like start like we started coming to yoga on and off in September Mm -hmm. of last year and I don't know, I just feel like that's been so good because, like, I've had a gym membership since I started my job, like, a year and a half ago. I hadn't gone since, like, March of last year. I just was like, no, thanks. And uh-huh. so it's just, like, it helps you when you're like, okay, friends are going to go to this. Yes. And it's going to be fun. And it's something that, you know, I don't know, I like group classes. Mm-hmm. So. Me too. I'm always up for a Zumba, mm-hmm. yoga, bar class. Just yeah. as... The, I think the community element and yeah, you can do it and enjoy it and not feel like I have to do a plan or I have right. to come up with the thing. Somebody's going to tell me. Yeah. And we're going to do it together and then it will be over. Yeah. No, I will absolutely <laughs> give up. If I'm at home doing things, I'll just be like, <sighs> what if I laid on the floor? Yes. <laughs> when I, I'll do yoga flows sometimes on my own and I mm-hmm. never get past 20 minutes if I'm just making myself do it yeah if I do one of my own YouTube videos Mm -hmm. I'll usually finish it out yeah because somebody else is telling me what to do yeah also if you're a listener that does not live in Kankakee County area I also do your flows on like the final collective YouTube I just did the the 30 minute legs oh yeah that one is so hard yes it was really really good okay good highly recommend for anyone that wants a good leg day yoga flow Yes. But it's good. That's funny, though, most of those were recorded as Facebook Lives uh-huh. during the pandemic. I did yeah. a few of those at that time. Yes. <laughs> and I tried to cut out the parts that really make it significant to whatever that day, you know, yeah. was. And as I went on, I was better at instead of, like, good morning or like happy evening or something right but there are definitely some that are still in there where it's like this clearly was recorded for a specific other <laughs> thing not to live on youtube for forever that's funny. and so when i listen back i'm like that's so stupid why did i say that? <laughs> i love it anything else you want to 
yoga, Helen. I feel like we can talk about yoga for eight podcasts yeah, because we we're both could, obsessed at this moment. No, but I, are you, uh, maybe you don't even know this yet and can't disclose the information, but I last summer I was watching you guys do a lot of outdoor yoga. Mm-hmm. And I never made it, but I really hope that you guys are planning to do that again this year. Yes, we will probably in the fall. Um, I'm actually gone a significant part of the summer. Um, so probably in like September, maybe August. Last year we did the month of September, which was nice because yeah. for the most part, weather wasn't too crazy hot and it didn't get too yeah. cold. Um, but usually August and October have a few of those days too. So yeah, yeah. I love outdoor yoga. There is something different and beautiful about trees and the grass and yeah we need to try really do it this year okay I love actually on my own going to Cavalier Park and by the pavilion there Mm -hmm. and setting up my mat because you look you're on the hill so you look out over the river yeah but you're on a flat surface because sometimes yoga on the grass is a little bit annoying do they like, is that a place you could teach a class, or do you have to, like, rent that space out? You have to rent it in, like, park district. Oh, I see. It's not impossible to do, but it's not cost-effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you're doing, like, really big one, and you have to register it. And yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Fun. Well, yeah. But yeah, I guess cool. with all of that, do we want to chat about Philo? Sure. Yeah? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. I love so it. How does that... Where did this come from? Sometime in early, early pandemic, uh-huh. Emily, my best friend, business mm-hmm. partner, she's basically my sister at this point. Yeah. We were just talking and she said, hypothetically, if you had to start a business, what would you, what type of business would you do? And I said, I wouldn't start a business. Yeah. I don't want <laughs> to run it. It's too complicated. And she said, okay, if you had to, <laughs> what would you do? And I said, oh, Okay. I mean, probably something with yoga, and I've always wanted to own a coffee shop, and I had started getting into baking because pandemic, and we all did. So probably something with baking and, like, maybe a little flower area where people could just, like, grab a bouquet and, yeah, it, ten different things. Yeah. And she was, like, interesting. Then we were in the pandemic, so there was a lot of downtime, and at that point it was kind of, like, Uh, two weeks-ish, and then maybe we'll be back to normal. Mm -hmm. Um, But the longer that we were home and I wasn't teaching classes in person, I was doing it online through barefoot still, um, but started just to kind of think, like, wait, what would I do? Mm -hmm. It's like she planted a seed that needed to be sowed, and I just Mm -hmm. kept cultivating that, which was cool. Um, and then shortly into April, found out that Barefoot Yoga Loft was going to close, which was devastating. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big crier at all. And yeah. I remember sobbing because that had been such a big part of my community. Right. Um, I loved my bosses. I loved the space. I loved the yoga people. And mm-hmm. I was just like, surely this isn't the end of right. yoga and the people. And mm-hmm. um, So then I thought, well, okay, I could still teach online but I don't I don't want to be yoga with Lauren like yeah that's successful for a lot of people I don't want that to be my thing um I had been baking more and it just kind of started to become like okay what if I did set up a business and my best friend from high school um 
Lee is a graphic designer, and I said, hey, I'm trying to put together these, like, business ideas and branding, Mm -hmm. and I sent her kind of some comps, and she did branding for Philo, and um, I kept talking to Em through all of this, and, like, this is what I'm thinking, and um, a Philo came from looking at, I've got a bunch of bottled philodendron plants mm-hmm. and pothos plants, and I just loved the green and the vininess and yeah. looked up, what does philo mean? It's got to be a prefixed yeah. Greek. And, um, Shout out to Greek. It, <laughs> it means a love of or an affinity for. And as I kept piecing together the different things I wanted this business to be that was kind of starting to be a thing... Mm-hmm. I thought Philo was perfect um, because it's a love of all the things. And honestly, Collective came when I was sitting trying to find um, website domains Mm -hmm. and handles for social media. Right. And Collective was available on everything. And that did, it also really fits, but it was a little bit circumstantial that Philo what Collective. Mm -hmm. And about the time that I was doing the handle finding, I'd already purchased the branding package um, and had kept talking to Emily about it. And she was a great, um, just like discussion person to yeah. bounce ideas off of. And we had one conversation where I said, or maybe she said, do you want a business partner? And I said, do you want to be my business partner? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um which is very funny because that's kind of how we became roommates. It was a similar, <laughs> so where are you living? Yeah. Where are you living? Do you want to live together? Yes. Okay. So good. So from like May 2020 is really when Philo launched and mm-hmm. started with online yoga classes. And then in August we had our first macaron order. <laughs> um, and it just kept evolving. That October we did a flower arranging workshop. Which was so fun. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Please do more. Yeah, that was so cool just to really see a dream kind of like coming out, even with still a bunch of restrictions and we had to be outside. But just to share beauty and inspiration Mm -hmm. with others and hoping that people learned something new or enjoyed something that they hadn't done in a while. Right. Um, I still like. You taught us how to arrange a flower bouquet. Yes. And I still use everything that you taught I in that love class. That. And it changed the way that I bring flowers into my home, too. Yes. Like, even just the how you can take things off of your flowers. Like, I feel uh-huh. like I needed permission to be told that I could do that. <laughs> yeah. so. It makes a big difference just, yeah. just to know little things like that. Absolutely. And, um, I'm not an expert really on anything, but I've done a lot of things you know Mm -hmm. I've worked at a greenhouse for a span of four months and I learned a lot that way my grandma was really into flower arranging so she had taught me she taught me to get rid of those little bits um you know pro tip do not just stick your flowers in the water pull off some of the green and then it won't mold and then Mm -hmm. you know even really cheap flowers can last two or three weeks if you cut the ends at an angle and pull off the extra (laughs) so cool I just yeah. live for those kind of activities. If, you, if yeah. you come to me and you're like, Helen, we're going to a flower arranging workshop, I'll be like, yeah! 
Uh-huh. <laughs> I love a workshop, and I love, you know, we did a coffee and canvas mm-hmm. um, painting workshop, which was so fun. Again, yeah. I've taken some art classes. I'm not an art major. Yeah. Not <laughs> whatever, but I know, I think, enough, and I think I'm a good enough teacher that I can explain concepts, and mm-hmm. hopefully people can get something fun out of it and have community yeah. along the way, because that is ultimately, like, we're better together. Mm-hmm. It's good to spend quality time right. with people. and That is so inspiring. Of just like You don't have to be an expert on yeah. a certain topic to be able to branch out and like teach people or just share little nuggets of wisdom, even mm-hmm. if it's just, right. I've got these like two or three things that I know, and sharing that with other people can make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. You know? For sure. That's very inspiring for me. Oh, good. Well, and I... I think that a lot of times we don't give ourselves permission to try new things. Mm-hmm. Um, again, coming from the person who really needed to be the be the best and the way to be the best was to do something for a million years. That's mm-hmm. kind of learned or nurtured, I don't know, right. but that's how I grew up. And at some point I was just like, I don't have to have the degree to be able to do something or to be able to share something. Um, Partly because I think my degrees, I felt like meant nothing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not, what do these qualify me for? What, (laughs) I can't do anything. But I have all this knowledge and I have this experience and you know, what what do I do with my life Mm -hmm. when I don't have, you know, I didn't have a nursing degree or an education degree where there was like a clear, this is what you do with your life. Feel, feel that so much. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I'm sure. Com is similar to business in many ways with that. I don't know. And I think I just read enough from other people who said, um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You need to not be cocky about things, but Mm -hmm. go with confidence. And it's, If you want to be an artist, be an artist. Yeah. Why, like, don't wait for somebody to tell you, you can be an artist now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, like, the art that I have in Starbucks, that yeah. was, that whole type of mentality was, I made a piece of art mm-hmm. that was very clearly not really for home. Yeah. Wall hanging. Um, and I walked, I finished it the next day, walked into Starbucks and said, I'm a local artist and about yeah. threw up because I was like, what, how am I allowed to say that? I'm local and I made some art. Right, literally. And that was such a turning point in my life and career that I was able to do that. And the manager at the time was so nice and she said, wow. sure, you can hang it up, which is mind boggling to yeah, me. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but I think that was a great learning point that just carried through and has really impacted Philo and my writing mm-hmm. and just um, don't wait for somebody else to say you are a whatever. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're passionate about it, you have, you know, interest, you've done some of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't say, oh, I'm, I'm a professional athlete because I'm not, <laughs> you know, don't yeah. make up lies, but you know, I'm, I'm a yogi. I do yoga, you know, yeah. say it because mm-hmm. you are. If, if you're a writer, say that you're a writer. Don't wait until somebody buys a book. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So We're podcasters. You are. are. <laughs> Absolutely. That's and so good cool. ones. So then what most recently, like, is Philo up to that people should know about? Definitely weekly yoga classes. And I just feel like we're constantly evolving in a good way to really firm that up. 
yeah. um, for scheduling and um, making it hopefully easy for people to at least come hit a class a week. So we added morning classes, mm-hmm. a spring um, weekend classes. So that's great. Um, and then we're, we've been at the farmer's market the past two years, but this summer we're doing um, every other week pickup. So you pre-order nice. mm-hmm. and then you can pick up still on a Saturday morning Amazing. so people can still get our stuff. But And that's pastries. Pastries, yep. European oh, inspired. Perfect. So you'll take kids. orders and then based on how many orders you'll get, you'll make that much or you'll have a set amount and people can claim it? Um, Kind of a combination of both okay. because we're still a home. Yeah bakery cottage food industry um and it's just us yeah we can't crank out to the extent a commercial bakery would so we do have some limits to time Mm -hmm. but in general we're putting out here the flavors here the items and cool you know at some point we would maybe say ah can't take any more pizzelle orders or something yeah oh i'm so excited for that yeah and we're gonna have most everything on the menu each week just maybe not every flavor so scones and pizzelle and biscotti and macaron Mm -hmm. focaccia bread and yum it's the scones for me which flavor um what did i get like with a chocolate one chocolate chip yeah classic the best i love a good scone with my coffee in the morning too so good (laughs) oh good and then dinners on tuesdays Oh, yeah, book club. So we do that in six-week segments, so we're coming to the end of our current one. Okay. Um, We started out as book club, which I had never, again, Mm -hmm. I had never done a book club, Mm -hmm. ever. Em had never done a book club, and I said, you know what Philo should do is we should do a book club. Absolutely. Yeah, it fits perfectly. Why not? And it's been really fun, and we decided to do a book that had food involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first book we did had uh, recipes in it. Mm-hmm. And so we'd pick cool. a few recipes and we would do a savory and a sweet. Mm-hmm. And then the next book club didn't have any recipes. We were looking stuff up. Um, it was a travel book though. Okay. So the mm-hmm. author wrote about different foods and we would find recipes for those. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind of let it spiral out of control because we also aren't great with like just just do do the standard <laughs> not even the minimum do the standard we are so extra yeah um so then it was clearly dinner that we were offering and mm-hmm. so we were like I think it's a book and dinner club and that's yeah. part of the draw for a lot of people it's just for women yeah. mm-hmm. and it's just another beautiful form of community where we have a lot of um women who have youngish kids and they just always have to make food mm-hmm. They get to come, and they don't have to prep. They don't have to clean up. They just yeah, eat so the cool. dinner. And a few of them have mentioned, like, this is amazing. Tuesday nights I can just show up and not be responsible. Like, wow. That's, that's that. not even what you started the book no, for. No, because that's not where I'm at in life. I didn't yeah. even, like, I know that yeah. about moms, but I didn't right. consider that. Right. We weren't trying to, for the moms of Kankakee County, provide this service. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but that's just been really cool. And it's been a multi-generational book club, which is, that's what we need more of. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're doing the Stanley Tucci book right now, right? Yes. I want to read that. Okay, you need to read it. It's a very fun book. That's cool. And he does have some recipes in the book, too. Oh, fun. Yeah. 
Austin yeah. is a huge Stanley Tucci fan. <laughs> really? That surprises anybody. <laughs> Has he read That's the book yet? No, I, I I wanted to get it for him for I think Christmas or something, and he was like, "No, like I, I don't need it." Like he just he's not a buyer at all. Like, okay. He does not spend money on himself. But I need to just get it for him. Well, if he's into, I'm not into audiobooks really, but. A lot of people are, and he yeah. reads his audiobook. Oh. So oh, maybe Austin would love that because yeah. Stanley's voice is amazing. Outstanding. Yes, and it <laughs> is very fun. Em's played it for me a few times because okay. she does the audio. And, yeah, it, anytime you get to hear a book written mm. or read by the person who wrote it is cool, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I've just been watching Hunger Games, so he's oh yeah Caesar Flickerman on there, and that's a great <laughs> voice that he does for that yes. character. <laughs> I need to rewatch all of those. They're going off Netflix on March thirtieth, so know, you've I got know. a couple days. One week. <laughs> <laughs> I truly did. I was like one a night. I just binged them all. It's so good. I should do that. I don't know oh. if I've ever watched them all. <gasps> I did, know. Did you read the books? No. No. <laughs> Are they just not your thing, like, the fantasy sci-fi? No, I think I could get into it. I'm just sometimes when people like things, I'm like, hmm, but I don't, you know? I totally resonate with that. (laughs) I'm usually on the tail end of anything. Yeah. I'm not the new whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, meh, give it six months. I was like that with Hamilton. (laughs) Everyone Uh was, like, so obsessed with Hamilton, and I was like, that's, like, so weird that you guys are so into that right now. And then, like, six or seven months later, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever same. heard in my life. I was exactly the yeah. same. Mm-hmm. Why are we like that? Uh, <laughs> What's going on? I don't know. So, that, is that, like, all that is going on right now with Philo things? Yeah. Yoga. Yes, yoga, bakery, and events yeah. is kind of how we, cool. when... Cool. When people ask, what is Philo? We say yeah. that, and then it usually needs a little bit more explanation. But right. we've kind of segmented into those areas. Ideally, hopefully, lots of fingers crossed and prayer and work. Mm-hmm. But um, we want to have a space, a mm-hmm. brick-and-mortar yoga studio, bakery, We want you to space. have a space, too. Yes. <laughs> it's been so great, and shout-out to Dance and Light for hosting our yoga classes and Mm -hmm. that is truly a blessing and not a bad place to be but we're definitely dreaming for that you know our space our bakery our ability to um just take it a little bit bigger and have more space for more people to enjoy Mm -hmm. so that's what we're working toward this community is begging for it too like obviously we individually yes want it but i feel like this community is all rooting for you Thank you. It's begging for it. Yeah. So. The community support around here is just really fabulous. Mm-hmm. And it is. I think I've grown to appreciate that in my late 20s and early 30s, mm-hmm. just having grown up here and just kind of like, yeah, 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 it's a fine place to live, but really feeling like, no, the people here are truly special and the yeah. business, it, you know, the family businesses, people mm-hmm. really rally around those. And yeah. um, they there's a good... Like, we want you to succeed, we want money to stay here, we want people to stay here, and yeah. mm-hmm. definitely have seen that having my own, you know, yeah. small business of people going, how's it going, what are you doing, right. how can we support you, and that's just overwhelming, like, you want us to succeed in mm-hmm. business? <laughs> and yeah, it's so true, they do. Yeah, we felt that with the podcast, too, of, like, just realizing more people are cheering you on than you could ever realize, Oh yeah, you know, and that's 
such and a cool thing. The people that you don't have direct connections with, mm-hmm. which is so cool too. You know, it's a friend yeah. of a friend or somebody's yeah, like, boss or you know whatever, and you're just like, wait, do you know about me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's a cool thing. Yeah, and I think social media for all the bad that is there, and there are plenty of definitely junky things, but how easy to like and share and to leave a comment and and to just expand your reach that way, which mm-hmm. is really fun and cool to see that happen. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, outside of, we could talk about Philo for eight years as yes. well. <laughs> um, okay, so outside of Philo, for you individually, mm-hmm. I'm just curious if you're willing to share, you were working in a marketing office mm-hmm. for years and then have recently taken the jump to writing, independent author, Yes. Tell us a little bit about that leap of faith and journey and where you're at now and where you're going. Yes. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, that I, I don't know, six, seven years ago, if you asked me what did I want to do when I grew up or with yeah. my career, I said, I want to write books. And if people said, oh, what do you want to write? I'd be like, I don't know yet, but yeah. I want to write books. I think that came from just being a young kid, I always loved young authors contests, and I have a little book of poetry my cousin and I wrote um, <laughs> down by our creek wow. <laughs> um, with illustrations and everything. But I, so I think I was reclaiming that love of writing post grad school, and after writing my thesis, which was definitely technical writing, I was like, oh, I love writing and research, and I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how worked um, in different capacities at Olivet that kept enhancing my abilities to write and Mm -hmm. thought, okay, great, now I have more skills, still I don't know what to write. And um, when I was in Paris, which is where I did my grad program, Mm -hmm. I took a lot of notes and wrote kind of about my experience and always thought I would write about that year, but it didn't feel like its own thing Mm -hmm. or it didn't quite feel resolved and I thought okay maybe as I go through my 20s or like mid-20s it will make sense like maybe it's a year in Paris and then a year in between and then whatever the next year was and Mm -hmm. when I got to that point in life I was still like (laughs) it still isn't there's nothing here Mm -hmm. really anyway last spring I think I revisited what I had written about that year and thought okay maybe it's my 20s because I'm 32 two now I was 31 last year and it's like maybe it's my 20s that I write about Mm -hmm. and maybe it's for me or maybe it is helpful for other people I feel like I went through Mm -hmm. a lot of good and hopefully a lot of encouraging things Mm -hmm. also recognizing that your 20s are hard Mm -hmm. so in case you didn't know (laughs) (laughs) it's just a it's a good time of life and a lot of excitement and a lot of like crap I'm an adult and Mm -hmm adulting is hard and life is hard and watching your parents get not old but older is hard and if you've got grandparents still now they're really old and anyway it's just it's complicated so I did the whole like okay I need to stop saying I'm I want to be an author I'm a writer I've had a blog for years I you know like writing for my job in marketing I'm a writer be a writer and work on that book put it together so I claimed that for myself and was like write the dang thing Mm -hmm. around the same time I decided 
um, after hearing a speaker talk about personal retreats and solitude, I was like, I need to go on a retreat. I need to go on a retreat. I need to write a book and I need to find a mentor Mm -hmm. and, um, took action steps on writing the book and going on a retreat, went to a family camp that I had gone to as a camper, Mm -hmm. but I went by myself, um, during a family camp week. And so it wasn't a silent retreat. Um, it was just a me vacation essentially, but I was there by myself. So I still did, like I went horseback riding and cool. did archery, whatever, but was very much there to, I thought, write the book about my 20s mm-hmm. and like re-engage my faith. And um, day one, I started writing poetry and it literally just poured out of me wow. and I couldn't stop. And I thought, well, that's fun. Okay, I'll work on this book about my 20s and... Yeah. I guess poetry is happening. I don't know, really. Mm-hmm. And I was <laughs> reading a book, um, which I would take a book to lunch and sit by myself usually, which I'm happy to be by myself yeah. any day. Um, but a lady who I had met very briefly earlier in the week walked by and was like, what book are you reading? And I sat, talked about it, and she said, oh, is it fiction? And I said, no, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not really into modern fiction too much. Yeah. And she was like, me either. It just has a lot of junk in it. And I said, personally, that, like, in general, that is way, way over generalization. But, sure. Um, I usually do more, like, memoirs or historical mm-hmm. nonfiction. Um, and she was like, somebody in your generation just needs to rise up and write like C.S. Lewis with the truth in it and, like, put good fiction out there or something like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, is that a word? Is that that a challenge? And she literally was like, well, have a nice lunch and walked away. And Mm -hmm. I sat there like, oh, my God. God, is that you? Like, what? (laughs) And I felt so challenged, like, someone in your generation. And it was kind of like, okay, why not me? Um, Which I don't know that that's how she meant it Mm -hmm. at all. And I went to the camp coffee shop, as I had done every day, to just sit and write and observe. And, again, ideas just poured out of me like mm-hmm. I couldn't stop having ideas about a novel series that I just was like okay go oh. so that trip really set a different trajectory for how I was thinking about my career and my writing goals and just like mm-hmm. what I wanted to do and who I was and it was so refreshing and if you ever have the opportunity to do a mm-hmm. solitary um retreat even for a day or weekend I cannot speak highly enough about the idea of getting away and I was no social media that week and went to bed at a good time and was in nature just everything about it was beautiful and wholesome and just so restorative Mm -hmm. which was great because then I came back to real life and got dumped on and had one of the hardest semesters of my entire life. I still Mm -hmm. think in semesters because I'm still very much bound to school cycles. Right. Um, But it came back thinking I don't want to do my marketing job anymore. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to do it. I don't have any passion for it. I I think it's time to move on. But it was like it wasn't time to move on. Mm -hmm. And that is always hard if you've been in those situations where you haven't been released yet. Mm -hmm. But you know it's coming. Um, And I told my bosses which at that time I was actually negotiating a promotion and Mm. actually said forget it I don't want the promotion don't Mm. don't adjust anything I'm not going to be here longer than a year Mm -hmm. and they said okay and 
uh, I luckily had a really great relationship with my bosses and like, yeah. could say that and they didn't say, okay, pack your bag, you know. Right. Um, and they said, thank you for letting us know, you know, please just keep us updated as you figure things out. And um, it was around November that I just was like, I'm, d- I'm done in January. Mm-hmm. I'm that I, the yeah. time has come. I'm ready to move on. It's it's time, and really felt that release that I had been really seeking wow. and wanting for forever. Um, so arranged to be done early January and take the jump into doing freelance work and having actual time and space to write the now three manuscripts that I have Easy. that really I felt were dumped onto me mm-hmm. in the most holy of blessings <laughs> this summer, but. Just really fast back to that retreat, I went on, um, like, the second to last day, which I was already feeling bummed out because time was coming to an Mm -hmm. end and was definitely feeling the, like, gosh, I got to make the drive home and do the things, and we had the market the next day after I was getting home, so just, like, started getting overwhelmed by what was to come. And I had been out at the coffee shop, which, like, looks out onto the lake, and it started raining, so I went back to my um, cabin literally laid down and I felt like God said go take a walk and it was pouring rain and I was like no I'm like gonna take a nap now and he was like take a walk and I was like seriously it's pouring and he was like you have rain boots and an umbrella suit up and go take a walk and I was like fine so I took this angry walk thinking okay maybe I'm gonna like meet somebody and I like they're gonna encourage me or I'm gonna encourage them or like And no, it was a silent walk and walked through the woods and had the most like, sorry, this is maybe weird for your podcast, but had the most real conversation I've ever had with God Mm -hmm. before, which was bizarre because I had never had like a conversation. It wasn't weird for him to say take a walk necessarily because I've heard things like that before, but felt like I was talking with God as I walked and... Um, I wouldn't say he answered any of my questions. He kept asking me questions. But kind of at the end of the walk, there was a little tree-covered area, and it was still pouring rain. I had an umbrella and a rain jacket, and I felt, like, um, prompted, like, remove the umbrella. Like, are you willing to get uncomfortable? And I was like, seriously, I'm taking this wet walk. Now you want me to literally stand in the rain? And I did. And... um, God really was like, are you willing to get uncomfortable? And I said, yes, I guess. What does that mean? And um, didn't get answers. But so having gone from that feeling like, okay, I've been restored. I've shed these things. I kept saying last spring, I'm in a season of shedding. I'm just like Mm -hmm. letting things go. To then come to this summer where I really felt like, okay, here here you go, here are all these things, like, literally dumped on, poured on you. Mm. Um, but God saying, like, I'm going to do the things, but are you willing to be uncomfortable? And I was like, okay, sure, <laughs> you know. Um, and this last semester was the most uncomfortable. It was honestly a horrible personal time for me. Just I was dumped on in a in a way of just I had overcommitted, which mm-hmm. that was on me, mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't show up well, and yet God still provided abundantly, and, like, every day I was like, I'm not going to make it through this day, and wow. every night I got to the end, like, we did it, 
we yeah. because God, did, you know, he stretched time. He made it happen. Mm-hmm. It worked out. I had the energy. Um, so that was a really long explanation. Then made that, you know, in November at a, mm-hmm. honestly, a cracking up point. Like, I'm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not going to survive. I'm not going to make it yeah. till December, whenever our break was. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to make it. So said, felt released, be done in January. And then that set the ball in motion. And the more, like, I talked about it and got excited about it and just, like, felt the freedom of, it's your time to do something else and that's okay and you can be excited. And I will not say that this past three months has been easy, but it's been so good and beautiful. And, like, I'm just so into an abundant creator God and that has been abundantly clear in my life and just the practices I've had the past few months I feel like again what God did last summer in pouring forth has just like gone to an extreme wow. different level and I'm almost done with a novel which is so wild cool. I've never taken a English class since high school mm-hmm. never done a creative writing class same but I'll just do it and see yeah. what happens and um, starting to get like pre-readers and editor lined up and mm-hmm. figure out. I'm hoping to do traditional publishing so I would need an agent and yeah. go through a full system, mm-hmm. which I know nothing about other than the interweb yeah. research. So, um, but yeah, just it has been truly amazing and if I can encourage you to and the listener um, just like really, if you're willing to get uncomfortable and willing to put um, a bigger plan ahead of yours, the beauty and the abundance is just awe-inspiring mm-hmm. and so incredible. And I want that for everybody else. And yeah. so that's where I'm at. I'm I am an author and writer, wow. hoping to be published mm-hmm. in the awesome. near future, but. Claimed it and I'm living so inspiring to me. Me too. Because I don't even know if I could go on a solo retreat. I have so (laughs) many thoughts and so I have to talk to people and I have to whatever. Like Ken's even knows. Like I will just like voice memo just my thoughts, be like, Hey guys, so today like (laughs) I just can't I can't stop. So I feel like that'd probably be really good for me. Thus the podcast. (laughs) Right? But I do feel like that would be really good for me. Yeah. I think it it was so cool and hard and fun and terrifying and I do like being by myself and I'm not a super verbal processor necessarily but it still was hard to just like oh I'm it's just I'm here I'm here and I'm here to be and Mm -hmm. just that practice regardless of your temperament I think is hard to just the first day I went outside and sat in an Adirondack chair and was like, what am I supposed to do? Like, <laughs> I have seven days of this. Like, what what do I do? Yeah. And having that space. Then, get like, I was given things to do. And, wow. Yeah. I also feel very inspired by just your story and feeling like you were poured on. And then also, like, you're pouring that out to others too, Lauren. Oh. Like, you really are from the outlets that you have from your business or from writing or from Mm -hmm. just the friends you have or just like small conversations you truly are so thank you for stewarding what you've been given well by giving it to others too 
Oh, you're welcome and thank you. I'm I'm glad. That's honestly my like life motto is Soli Deo Gloria, which is all glory to God always and um it's truly like been a blessing to me to be able to share even some of that and I just definitely want to do it for his glory. But thank you very much and I'm glad that something that I have done has <laughs> been helpful yeah. to someone else. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great place to finish, don't yep. you? I agree. Yes, and great. Thank you so much, Lauren. Oh, thank yes. you, guys. We wish you so much luck and mm-hmm. so many well wishes and prayers for everything that's to come in the next years and months. And we will be cheering you on so loud and oh, so yeah, proud absolutely. Um, right here um, in your corner. So Thanks. You two are great. Thank you for having me. This was really fun. Awesome. Well, have a great rest of your week, everybody. We hope you enjoyed, and we'll catch you next time. Talk to you next week. Bye.